Good morning, good morning, good morning. I just wanted to jump on here for a little bit. And for my first episode, I want to talk about Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Um, I want to talk about this because this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart, seeing that I have lost a child before. Um, Many women have lost a child or children. And it's not some, to me, I feel like the topic is a little taboo. It's something that's not spoke about. It's, and not taboo in a way to condemn or to shun. It's just, you just don't talk about that. And I don't want it to be like that. I I created this safe space to be able to come in to talk about just that. that loss Miss Avery would have been 13 years old Um, she lived for 4 months and 24 days I never got to take her home I was 27 weeks pregnant when I had her Um, and there were many complications as to why I had her early. Um, first they noticed that there was a mass or something growing on her kidneys. And of course, when you're pregnant and you go to the doctor and first to me, going to the doctor's office is stressful in itself. Just of all the questions and everything else that come with it. And then they tell you something's wrong. With the baby. And then they tell you something's wrong with you. Because I developed preeclampsia. And preeclampsia is high blood pressure during pregnancy. So for me, I was in a constant state of worry and panic of is she going to be okay and am I going to be okay um I never got any meds to control the blood pressure so it was just a change your diet change what you eat watch what you eat make sure you exercise We'll kind of control it that way or see if we can control it that way. Um, I went for my, it was February and I went for a, just a regular old doctor's visit routine. My weekly, you know, routine that I thought I was supposed to be going for and He was like, no, let's go to the hospital. Let me, let's monitor you for the weekend and let's look at possibly having her 
you know, next week. And I was like, dang, this is kind of early. He was like, we can give you steroid shots. It'll help her lungs to develop, help her to be able to breathe once she once she's born. Um, but once I got to the hospital, none of that happened. Everything was moving so quickly and so fast. I was so stressed and so scared. I didn't know what to do. And within an hour or two of me being at the hospital, they did the C-section and Miss Avery was born. She was all of 15 ounces when she was born. Because not only was she, you know, she had the mass on her, on her kidneys, but they were concerned with her growth as well. She wasn't growing like she should have been. And it's that condition they, it's called IUGR, interuterine growth restriction. Um, so yeah, she had all of that. She made it here. That first 24, 48 hours after having her was really, really rough. Really, really rough. For one, they did a classical C-section, meaning on my uterus, I was cut on a, in a T. So that was hella, hella rough. The recovery of a C-section is rough. But for that, that was hella rough. Having to depend on someone else to help you literally do everything. Everything. And for me, that was kind of hard because I'm not someone that just... I've always been a I'll, I'll do it myself type of person. So that was kind of hard. But going through all of that, having Avery, watching her start to grow, watching her get better. At one point in time, I, I really, the mass on her kidney went away. Um, I thought at one point in time, maybe she wouldn't be able to come home. Because she did start to show improvement. And then my little bug took a turn and she just couldn't fight anymore. And she passed on July 2nd. I was able to hold her. My mom and dad were with me. And that was actually comforting to be able to hold her. So I got to experience her come into this world and I got to experience her leave out of this world.
and after her leaving this world is when the mommy blues set in and then postpartum depression set in and then it was a fight and it was just a fight to get back to who I was to get back to me and in that fight I discovered that I wasn't alone that there were other women who they may not have experienced it like I did, but they knew that pain that I felt. And to this day, even some of those women, I'm still really good friends with. I stalk them on Facebook because I just... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm not a good friend because I don't reach out as much, but I stalk people facebook just because i'm like i need to keep up i need to and i do reach out sometimes i'll let them know hey i'm thinking of you i love you just wanted you to know but even women i would have never thought that have gone through that kind of loss friends acquaintances co-workers i never would have thought so many women have gone through losing a baby. I've had my grandmother, after Avery passed, opened up and let me know about a child that she had that passed away. And I was like, wow. Wow. I didn't know. Because it was, it, it, he wasn't talked about. There was never a picture there was never a a story behind it. it there was never anything i guess it was just something my grandmother was just supposed to internalize and continue to move on and i felt privileged and honored that she shared that with me I've had many of friends that have had um, babies that were born sleeping. Babies that they were here and they got to take home and they couldn't stay. And even those who... those little beings were growing and thriving and then all of a sudden they get to the doctor for the ultrasound and they're sleeping and that pregnancy has to come to an end all of that is traumatic we never talk about that part of pregnancy. We never talk about the ugly side of pregnancy, the dark side of pregnancy, and what could happen. What does happen 
But for me, going through all of that with Avery, I've no, you have to give yourself time to grieve and heal. Even to this day, 13 years later, I'm still healing. Because I'll think of something and be like, you know what? Thank you for taking me through that. Because now I can sit and say, Avery came here for a reason. She did her job. And then it was time for her to go. I've always said that. Once I went through my stages of grief, (laughs) I came out of it and realized that she did just what she was supposed to do. And I just want to say that those women, us women, who go through pregnancy loss, infant loss, please give yourself grace. Give yourself grace and give yourself time to go through that grieving process and that healing process. Don't ever let anyone for any kind of situation put a time limit on how you should handle your grief because we all handle it differently. But especially you give yourself that time and that grace to go through it because I had to go through it. Even when I had some people to tell me, okay, it's been a couple of months. What's going on? Why are you still? Because I'm still trying to figure this thing out. I'm still trying to get a handle on it. That's why it's taking me X, Y, Z to get through it. And be okay. And, And know that it's okay to go through everything that you feel after losing a baby. It's okay. Because I went through the notions of, of course, first shock and sadness. And then I went through a period of questioning, why me? Why did this happen? God, why did you take my baby? Why did you let me go through this? I went through that. And then after the questions of why, I went through a period of being angry. Like when I would go out in public and I would see a pregnant woman or a woman with a new baby, I would be so angry because my baby wasn't here. And so what did I do? I would turn around and go right back home. And then I locked myself away in the house because I just couldn't be out in the world. And then After that anger went away, I had to realize that it was nothing that I did. It wasn't my fault. And it wasn't anything that anyone could have prevented, I think. And maybe I'm wrong, but 
I had to go through that. And even to this day, I still question. Not question in a way of, what did I do? But I question, what would Avery be like if she was here? Would I have had more kids after Avery with all of her medical conditions? With the traumatizing experience of the pregnancy, would I have had, and if she would have survived, would I have continued to have kids? Granted, I did have three more after her. But losing her, it changed me. And honestly, I feel like it changed me in a way for the better. After her, I realized and I noticed things in this world that I never noticed before. I paid more attention to how I treated people, how people treated me and what I didn't want and didn't have to deal with and put up with. How I wanted to honor her. Because in my house, there are pictures of Avery. Her handprint and her footprint are at my front door. So when you walk in my door, she's present. When I go to my mom's house, my mom has pictures of her. So she's present. Yes, she's not here physically, but I still speak of her as if she is here. When I came on and started this podcast this morning, there was a red robin sitting in this tree. Avery is here with me. Like, I feel her. I just look at the world differently. The sun shines a little bit different now. The rain feels a little bit different now. Even after... 13 years of her being gone, things just feel a little bit different. I sit and I talk about her and the whole pregnancy with my girls. So they know all about their sister. And then I think I do it just because I want them to know the, they've seen the good side of pregnancy, but I want them to also know the bad side of pregnancy. I don't sugarcoat or hide anything from my girls, my two older girls. I speak very openly and very candidly with them to let them know, or at least let them feel like I am their safe space and they can come and whatever is bothering them 
are going good for them that they can come and they can sit and be like, hey, mama's going to listen and mama's going to keep it all the way 100 with me. But I just wanted to get on and say a little something. Thank you for listening. I hope this has touched you. I hope this can open up a dialogue in your home to speak about loss. Regardless of if it's for an infant. Just speak about it. But yes, October, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. I feel like it should be an open dialogue all the time. Not just for the month of October, but all the time. And on the 15th of October, supposed to light a candle for your baby and all the babies that we've lost. And I will remind you all again, because I will be lighting my candle on the 15th. But I hope this segment touches you all. I hope it gives you a little insight of me. It actually felt good to sit out here and talk about her. I hope y'all have a great day. I love y'all. Thanks for being in this safe space with me.